Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. This is Ed. I'm Talon. And Brian. And we're here to talk about all the stuff we missed in the last couple of weeks here. I took a last week off just for some uh, personal stuff going on, but we're back into it this week with the craziness that has happened uh, last night. Uh, as of In the last 24 hours? Today, in the last 24 hours. My man, Will Smith, went wild and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. So uh, Those were his words. He slapped the taste out of his mouth. My God. He slapped the gap back into his teeth is what he did. He literally said, he he said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And he certainly did. Um, Honestly, like, you can't. Here's the thing. I'm of two minds of this. You can't really blame the dude. Don't talk shit about the guy's wife. Don't. And not expect to get the shit smacked out of you. But at the same time, you're a public figure. You're known for being one of the like smarter guys in Hollywood. Maybe use your words after afterwards. I don't know. You know what I mean? But like he was caught up in emotion. I get it still. And, and even everybody knows I'm not the biggest Will Smith fan in the world, but it's personal. It's his fucking wife. Don't say things like that about his wife. You know what I mean? My I issue it. with it though, is when it happened, he says the joke. You see Will Smith last, right? And that's, and then then they cut away for a second, and then you see him coming coming up on stage. And everybody kind of there's like there was a different perspective of it where Jada was like kind of rolling her eyes at it, mm-hmm. and then you know he was like, "Well, I got to do something about this." So here, here's my thing: you, he's caught up in emotion for the night. I'm not making any excuses, but he really should not have handled it that way. I get nope. why. I get. I get. I get. The anger, I get the rage because of the fact that that's a very sensitive subject for her mm-hmm. in general. Um, and she's actually going on record about it. But what if Chris Brock doesn't even know about that? Because yeah. I know a lot of people that don't know about that. I didn't, I didn't know about it until it came out after yeah. all of this. Like, I didn't oh, know. You didn't know about, about the alopecia? Nope. Nope. I didn't either, honestly. See, exactly. Okay, so there's probably that whole situation. That being said, he really shouldn't have. He definitely shouldn't have done it that way. My thing nope. is, I I personally feel like he should have just held his his tongue, waited till his um until later when he got got up there to accept his his Oscar, yeah. and then called Chris Rock out on it directly. Mm-hmm. And, yep. here's and then thing be like, I- "Listen, you're 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 you know you're making a joke at the expense of my wife." And it's not even a joke that you can really laugh at because it's something that she has no freaking control over. True. Yeah, it's her health. I mean, it's yeah, right. it, yeah. You're you're making a joke at the expense. It's of not her making health. a joke at the expense of her and like her career, or whatever. It's making it at right. the expense of her health, which is a bit yeah. a different thing. It's a very different thing. But it's, the it's fact also that a that's joke. You know, he didn't write that joke. You know what I mean? It's it's Oscar writers wrote that joke, and mm-hmm. Chris was getting it in his ear, and he probably is the one who, you know, I I highly doubt. I don't know for certain, but. I highly doubt he's the one that came up with that fucking joke. You know what I mean? That's an Oscar. Yeah, because that it was it was not a 
even a funny joke. No, no. it's a movie related Oscar joke. And that's what yeah. the people are usually fed in the earpieces to say shit about people in the crowd. And that's kind of the other point that I don't, you know, that, that I'm getting off on. It's like, this has been done for the last, you know, 40 years. They go around and they pick people in the crowd and they make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's right, not to say it's, you know, couldn't be problematic, but it's always done. So it's part of it. And he yeah. wasn't I think he said something about other people before. Yeah, right. That joke, too. And then, like, when Will wins and he goes up there and he's crying in tears and like saying all this stuff and he's apologizing, like he never apologizes to Chris. And Chris did not press charges against him, like didn't want to file a police report, but he obviously could have and people saying that he shouldn't because it would make him look like less of a man how would you feel if you're at your job and someone come up came up and slapped you in the face and then that's the exact point this this sets a precedence of if they can do that what else can they do you know what i mean Just and anybody can do whatever the fuck they feel like there's talk of them taking the stripping the oscar from will and like i mean yeah they, they need kind of they... deserves to they all they, like they all need to just sit down and just talk and then there needs to be some kind he needs to he really does need to formally apologize to 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 chris rock because yeah. regardless of what whether he wrote it the writers wrote it or not he needs to apologize for the way he handled it yep to, yeah. to the man that he actually assaulted. not to the academy because they don't yeah. care to the to right. the to the man you assaulted yeah because that's what that was he actually like, did say in his speech that he did apologize to the academy. But you're yeah, right. He did. No, no, they that's what I'm we're saying. saying about that. We were saying he, he did. He's apologized we know he did to the academy, not to Chris. Yeah, yeah and he, right, need, exactly. he needs to apologize to Chris. And it's like you see the people's reactions. Like there's a lot of like quick cuts to people's reactions, and a lot of people are laughing and their faces. But if you notice, like a lot of the black men in the crowd that were there, their faces are like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like what did you just like? What are it's you like doing? you just you're you're put pushing us back now, like you're making but us look bad. At the same time, after that whole thing went down, uh, Denzel basically pulled Will aside mm-hmm. and was talking to him for a minute. Um, and uh, I guess uh, who else was it? Tyler Perry and yeah, and, and Bradley uh, Cooper. I think uh, Ryan Coogler and yeah, like, like yeah, a, a couple of, of people were basically yeah. talking to him, but Denzel actually went over and sat with them. Well, not sat. He knelt right. Yeah. By her side, by Jada's side and had his arm around Jada while uh, Will was uh, well, while Will was sitting next to her for like a little while after that whole situation. So like, Yeah. I yeah, guess, to, like we all said, I think it could have been handled better. It and I definitely think could have. It should without, have. It yeah. not even sh- could have. It should have been. Yeah. yeah, he should he should have handled that better. Like he has to understand. Like this, this could hurt your career. But the thing is that the one thing that we all know is this news cycle that happens. I wouldn't I, be. And I understand that. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about us. Like, no, no, I'm I'll saying still go see a movie with Will Smith, but it's going to make people think twice about working with him and having him yeah. at award shows and things like this. But their PR gonna be like, is going to their, their PR machine is going to go into hyperactive mode. They're going to be like, we need to get them on Good Morning America, him and Chris Rock in the next month, in the next week. 
to be I mean, like squash yeah. this shit and make put a positive spin on it. You know well, that's going to happen. What if Chris doesn't want to do that? Like if he doesn't feel it's, it's genuine, he shouldn't have to do that. I don't think he should have to. I think what'll happen is because the industry is what it is, they're going to do that. And then this will become, you know, the memes are already fucking crazy out there. Oh yeah, they're, This will just become some there. new some new chapter in what this it'll just evolve into oh it was you know some great leap forward for fucking stepping up for your you know better half and it's all it's just going to be spun i just know it is i mean i just know what the entertainment industry is and in the interest of money and keeping everybody happy i'm i'm pretty sure both of those guys will do that We'll see. I I know yeah. old white people get real scared of men of color being volatile. <laughs> I mean, could you and even imagine if somebody they don't else want that on their sets? <laughs> imagine if it was a white presenter who said some shit like that. It dropped exactly. Ear. That would have been like, what if it wasn't Chris Christ. Rock? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, would he have had that same reaction? Would I don't he know if he would have done it. Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't like, know if he would have actually even done it. I don't know. It's just it brings up questions of that's the precedent that they've set this precedent now. Mm-hmm. So now who the hell knows what's going to happen? But either way, it wasn't all a bad news in uh in the Oscars this year. We did get our movie Dune got six wins. Um, like we we're still talking got robbed, about, but whatever. Still got robbed, but the, all the technical awards they did get. They got best sound. Um, what was the other ones they got best production uh, set production design? I think they got cinematography, film editing, uh, yeah, all yeah. the technical stuff. Cinematography. I mean, visual put, effects, original, original score. score. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and they they deserved all of the ones they got. Yeah, but yeah, we were talking that they should have gotten. Uh, I think best adapted screenplay. I think that's the big one that stands out for me because turning those books into a movie is a task. I mean, it it really is because those that that book, just the Dune book itself, is mm-hmm. dense and not right. something that's very easy to get through. Um, yeah, a movie that beat it out for best picture also won best adapted screenplay. I don't know. Again, I've never even heard of this movie. Yeah, but um, it's Oscar bait movies, so exactly. What? what uh, yeah, Coda, I, I had yeah. never even heard of it until like it was nominated. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I I would have to watch the movie to say one way or the other, but I mean, yeah, just thinking about how how to adapt that story into a screenplay, it just it seems like a task, and it seems like that. Probably should have won that award, but yeah, we don't uh, we don't pick the winners. So <laughs> no, even though it's supposed to be like the best things of the year, and I mean, like Dune was definitely up there as one of the best movies of the year oh, for absolutely. a lot of people. It's like on the, their top list. So, but it's not about us. It's about the, what the Academy wants. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, Nightmare Alley was also on that list, and I think I loved that movie. So yeah, yeah, I would say that that got robbed on a lot of. Like, I think that that um, the cinematography in that movie and also like the, the yeah. set design and the costumes, all those were fantastic in that movie. Yeah. The editing in that, too, is very like just mm-hmm. the way that they use lighting in that so much stuff. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Dennis Villeneuve did not win for best director, as I said uh, when we were talking earlier. Yeah, after that one, the Jane Campion. I don't even think he was nominated for that, which is ridiculous. Again, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually thought Steven Spielberg was gonna win that category because he was up for it for West Side Story, and I know West Side Story is like been doing really well. Uh, Anna Debose won for supporting actress. Yes. For her role in that. And then she's going on to Craven. Yeah, yeah, she will uh she'll be coming to Craven in a theater near you after the Morbius news this weekend. <laughs> I can't say I'm I'm interested much I'm anymore. But... Not ex- I was so excited for Morbius <laughs> and too. now Me too. not even a little bit like uh, I'm I mean, so sad. Now. It's just getting bashed. It's getting I don't think I've read one good review. Yeah, not even like even like a little bit good. No, they're I'm all... not even hearing, which is like because even Venom, like that movie's not good. It's not great. Like it's okay. No, it's not let there be carnage, but it's you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like like Venom's okay and it has its moments. I'm not even hearing that about Morbius, and it's like yep. oh, fuck, man. I yeah. was so excited. I guess uh, Jared Leto just can't. I I, 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 I heard. I, I actually heard. What's his name? Um, I heard Matt Matt Smith is having a great time in it. That's what I. That's the one positive. That's that the I'm one gonna, positive. Like, they were like Matt Smith's having a ball. Like, <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what I'm gonna go see it for for Matt Smith. <laughs> I could you, end are, up being are you really gonna surprised. Do that? I don't know, but I highly. I doubt mean, it. I'm probably gonna go see it. Really. I'm still gonna like go after hearing after hearing yeah well you 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 kind of have no idea you have no fucking choice sir <laughs> you have to go see movies just so that you don't feel like you're overpaying for shit so you 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 do that <laughs> I, I I I mean I'm probably not gonna see it I'm probably gonna sit at home and play Elden Ring more like I was so. planning on going to see it but now I'm like now nah, I'm gonna just wait. yeah it's just mm, I'm gonna just wait I, I can't I gotta wait till it's on streaming somewhere which will be in like a month anyway so. True. I'm still going to go see it this week sometime. So we shall see. <laughs> and then he's going to tell us about how painful it was to watch. He's going to tell us about how how, bad it how it's was. the best movie since Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that's exactly what he's going to tell us. <laughs> LBTC, you uh, the LBTCU. It's the second best movie in the Let There Be Carnage universe. Oh my god! Um, in the Carnage verse. <laughs> Carnage first, yeah. Carnage is dead. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to say it. So that it was kind of sad, man. It it's kind of sad. It's kind of a bummer, and uh, another that leads into another story. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League has been delayed out of twenty two. So we're looking at next year. uh, This movie will be coming out, or this uh, game should be coming out. Um, I know you were both pretty pretty excited about this one. Um, I I'm still excited. I'm fine with them pushing it out of this year just to make it because there's way like that's one thing like I hate when games get rushed out and you get them and they're not finished but they wanted to meet their deadline so they put it out and it's like you can tell it's an unfinished game because they're putting out patches on a weekly basis pretty much yeah Mm -hmm. and they're like fixing big things not like little things uh there's already a lot of stuff coming out this year like I said I've been hooked on Elden Ring. I'm close to 200 hours in that game already, and it's only been out for about a month. 
Uh, Tone has quit his job. He is he is putting all his time into Elden Rings. <laughs> dying in the street. People dying in the streets. Like, well, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Tonio. He's like, yo, they're all gonna I'm fighting all... this big giant golden knight. Y'all, they're gonna all gonna come back as tarnished. You know, we can. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm fine with this game. Like, take your time on it. Don't rush, especially these kinds of games. Like, don't rush them out. Like. Just take your time, get it right. Uh, with something like Suicide Squad, there's a lot of cool stuff they could do with taking their time. Like they could give us the alternate costumes for everybody. I love that shit in these games specifically, like the superhero games, getting all the like, alternate costumes and stuff. So, right. Yeah, take right. your time, get it done. I think we're get we'll get it next year regardless. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I said, take your time, put out a good game not an okay game <laughs> yeah i definitely said this i definitely feel the same way i'd rather i'd i'd rather a game it's not a it's not like a movie it's it's, it's when it's a game being delayed i'm on like yeah no delay it because i know you're delaying it because you feel the game is only half baked and you really need it needs more time and mm-hmm. you need more time to work on things you're gonna probably come up with things and streamline things that are better than the stuff that you currently have right now so yeah give me that game that's the one that I want to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm all for this, and I and I like it. And like and like Tone, I have got other shit to play anyway. I'm about to right. I'm about to jump into Tiny Tina's Wonderlands in a minute. That's mm-hmm. another one. See. Uh, next up, we got a, a couple of things back to back that are, you know, basically in development. It looks like uh, Voltron is getting a Hollywood live action movie made. Doesn't look like there's any kind of tentative date for it, but at least it's in talks. Which they don't been... even have a company. That's, that's not it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. This is this. Veronica, I mean, this Voltron's been trying to get made forever. Hmm. I remember when I saw the first uh, Cloverfield movie, and they were talking about how that was possibly a spinoff or, or a lead into the, a Voltron movie, and I was like, "Wow, that would be cool." Didn't never happen. Never happened, but that would be cool. Um, so yeah, it's funny because the guy that made the second Cloverfield movie, yeah, Dan Trachtenberg, he used to be on a podcast with a guy named Alex Albrecht, and Alex made a fan film, a Voltron fan film that's really fucking cool about the the uh, pilot of the Red Lion being stuck in that. space. I saw that. Like, I saw and that. that's like. I always wanted him to be able to like make a full movie out of this and like knowing that him and Dan like were these huge movie guys and that they like were going on to make movies. I don't know what's going on. I hope he gets involved in this somehow because that would be cool. Short film was awesome. That 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 was it really was. I saw that years ago and I was like, Yeah, damn, mm-hmm. that shit was good. Like it it, it 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 hit all the right spots too. Yep. Um, but I mean I've been like wanting this and He-Man to get made forever. I've been like watching like scripts come and go and whatnot. Like the one, the one, the dude, and I know this is the worst, this is the worst thing to say, but the the, the dude that wrote the script for the horrible Chun-Li movie actually wrote a script for He-Man and a script for Voltron. And they were both actually like the parts of the script that I like got, like I got the main story, mm-hmm. no like real dialogue. They were both pretty decent. Like the Voltron yeah. one was weird, but at the same time, I was like, 
but it would work. I could see Hollywood making this. You try yeah. and get it too far into the alien. Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. They're going to be like, no, we can't make that. But you you, you, you make some sh alien shit that's been on this planet for thousands of years and then we didn't know about it. And da, 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 da. Yeah, that I could see them making. And I was like, OK, mm -hmm. OK. So but again, no, no traction. So we, and they're talking about there's a bidding war. We know what company needs to get behind this. It's Amazon. legendary. Legendary needs to get behind this. Amazon they already because legendary already has the big month, the, the kaiju and the the mech stuff fall knock with Pacific Rim and all the Godzilla monster verse stuff. So let's let's let them keep that in their lane. It seems like they know how to handle that. <laughs> but I mean, if they were going to do a live action series, mm -hmm. I'd be cool seeing that on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're also going to be getting a Netflix, uh, I guess it's going to be irredeemable and incorruptible, a take on the, those two graphic novels with James Samuel directing, Kemp Powers writing, Jay-Z and James Lasseter producing. This is the guys behind our movie. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, that uh, The Harder They Fall, that was a really, really good movie. I could, you know, I don't know much about Irredeemable and Incorruptible. I know the premises, but I've never read the books. But with those people behind it, I mean, I'm interested. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Yeah. I, I when I first, I got, when I first saw that, I was like, I, I was kind of slack jawed because it was just like, that's kind of something I've wanted to get made, but I never thought anybody would ever mm -hmm. make that. That was just like. I was like, yes, because those two stories together are just so fucking fantastic. And then when I saw who was making it, I was like, that's fucking brilliant. So the fact that we have those people, because I would have never thought that he would have been into something like that. And yeah, his style put to that is going to be freaking amazing. That's like, like amazing. And, and it's going to be no holds barred, too. So mm -hmm. it's going to be, oh, but my only issue is, is that's a lot of story to tell and in one movie. Yeah. And I feel like it should be like two, but it should be like, you're almost seeing like you should see. All right. The, the closest thing I can think of is the Zod fight from man of steel to Batman versus Superman, where you see yeah. one thing happen. <clears throat> And then when you see it from a different, then you see the same thing happening from a different person's perspective. Yeah. Like the two movies would have to be sort of intertwined in that way where you're telling an in, in, in irredeemable, you're telling the Plutonian story, but you get glimpses as to what max is max damage is doing. And at the same time, when we sell max damages story and incorruptible, we're seeing all the crazy damage from the ground level at max damages um, point of view. Obviously, it's not going to be all his stuff all the time. But yeah. things that are referenced in one movie you see in the other and vice versa would be a very good, another very good way of doing that kind of thing. It, that's basically the only thing I have. But I, I'm really excited to see this come to come to fruition. Yeah, some I'm, way, shape, or form. I'm super excited. Irredeemable was one of my like favorite <clears throat> indie books. That was uh that the evil Superman 
premise that like someone took and did it in a very different way than what we're used to seeing. And then when you get incorruptible and you see it's so in, in irredeemable, it's the hero going bad. And in uh, incorruptible, it's the villain becoming the good guy. And it's cool seeing that like, and like Brian said, it'd be really cool to see, have those in as two movies. So you could see their, their stories told from different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, What I think we're going to get though, it's probably going to start off with like the Plutonian and like all that stuff that we see in the beginning of Irredeemable where he does go bad and he kills their version of the Justice League. And then it's going to switch over to being Max's story for the most part. And us following him and him dealing with the Plutonian and stuff. Uh, I love the people they have behind this. Like uh, I like you said, I never would have thought James Daniel would be even like into making a superhero movie, especially something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. And I didn't even know that uh, uh, Jay-Z and James Lasseter, that they had a deal with Netflix. Because this is apparently not the first thing that they've produced for them. And I hope it's not the last. Uh, I hope yeah. that this takes off and something that me and Brian had talked about before that it spawns more. Like, I hope this isn't the only movie we're getting out of this thing. Like I want another one or even mm-hmm. a series to get more of this story. That, Cause this is a really cool world that this is set in. And these characters are really good characters. Um, I'm super excited though. That's all I really can say about it. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's another, you know, it, it, has the potential to be another superheroes going bad thing, but it has an it has that extra bit of the hero or the villain becoming the hero mm-hmm. to could differentiate it from other things. So I am interested in it. And with those guys, you know, producing it and being involved in it. Yeah. Like I said, the harder they fall, we liked so much. I'm, a, I'm I love that I'm hoping movie. that, be, I'm hoping so that it's half as good as that movie. You know what I mean? exactly just like and the visuals in that movie were so good that that's what i'm super excited about too like because i just think about white White town Town. yeah that's (laughs) every time every white town and you go there and everything is white and it's like hi man why i can't wait i can't wait to i can't wait to like start seeing more stuff like once we start getting a cast and everything and like once we see I can't wait to see the Plutonian suit because the stuff that they've done with other suits and other uh, stuff that we've seen from the boys. Uh, what was the show that was on Netflix? That Jupiter Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, that yeah. one. Like that. Whether you like that show or not, the, the costumes in that looked awesome. Yeah, they did. Uh, and the boys Homelander's suit is fucking amazing. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they because Plutonian's got like a very simple Superman style suit, so they could like add a little flair to it, which I think they will like to differentiate it from just being like a boring, just singlet type thing. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting as more info comes out about this. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're I think we're all looking forward to it. So uh, that's cool, and hopefully the cast comes along nicely. <laughs> Um, a bit of casting news that we did get in the last week or so. Christopher Lloyd, 
star of uh, so many great movies. Uh, the Back to the Future trilogy, obviously. Um, uh-huh. He will be joining the cast of The Mandalorian season three in some capacity. They have not revealed who he's going to be. But honestly, I don't really care who he's going to be. The fact that he's going to be in the show is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I just can't wait to see him. I, I can't wait to. It's like Nick Nolte being in it the first season. It's like, right. like yeah, I, he's I, gonna, I, like he's, he's going to bring something to it. Yeah, that we weren't expecting. So yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't even care if it's if it's just like Nick Nolte. It's just his voice. I'm good. But yeah. the fact that they're just tapping into these sci-fi legend actors mm-hmm. and. And putting these, you know, iconic, you know, iconic people, iconic actors into this show and into most of these things. It's really they did it with the the Marvel stuff, too, and and just yeah. you know, killing it. Um, I can't wait to see who he shows up to be. I hope they do more of this. Um, I would love for them to tap into some of the Star Trek people and bring them into it. Oh my God. That next generation so of people. That would be cool. So good. I, I don't watch that new Picard show. I know a lot of those guys have shown up. Um, but the one that I haven't seen show up yet is Steven Dorf, who is my favorite. Worf is my favorite character in, in the next generation show. He's still doing stuff. I know he's still working. So I, I'm like, man, let him come back at some capacity, either in Star Trek or in the Star Wars uh, shows that they're running. Because that would just be he might very not, cool. not want to do it with the makeup. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, but he could even show up as as like a human character with that voice. I mean, mm-hmm. or voicing a CGI character because his voice, you know, we mm-hmm. talk a lot about voice casting and stuff like that. That dude's voice is so good and it should be utilized more because he is fucking awesome. Um. But yeah, Christopher Lloyd joining the cast of Mandalorian season three. Can't wait to see where that goes and what that. Oh becomes. shit, he was in Dota. War, war, um, Michael Dorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking he about was in that. the he was in the new season that I didn't watch mm-hmm. yet. Oh shit, that's got me excited. There you go, voice acting right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I recognize. So you'll you'll know who he is as soon as you. Oh hear, yeah, I know. As soon as, as, soon as, as I hear it, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna like, know his like, voice. I was, I was like, like, wait, I didn't hear his voice in that. I was like, Worf? Goliath? <laughs> exactly. I mean, not Goliath. I mean, I was Worf. No, uh, what was it? Was, uh, who did he face? play? He played somebody on that, though. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, I mean, he that is a very recognizable voice. I know yeah, I'm going to know. Worf, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Good times. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we also got a couple of uh, trailers this week that we're just going to run through real quick. I mean, Tokyo Vice trailer, you guys sent that one over. Looks like it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I the biggest thing for me is I thought this was a movie trailer. So I'm like, you have Ansel Elgort, you have uh, Ken Watanabe, all these like big movie people. And it's a series that's on HBO Max. Yeah. It looks awesome. Like, uh Crime thriller. Crime drama thriller in uh, Tokyo and Ansel Elgort just speaking very good Japanese in the trailer. I was like, holy shit. Uh, I think that looks really good. I'm excited for that. I'm not sure if it started, but uh, if not, I think it's very soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before we even move on from that, I did watch DMZ, all of it. Oh, yeah. Well, how was it? All of it. Uh, It's very good. I... 
it's like a limited series so it's only the episodes that are out right i hope that they make more okay so how many episodes are there i think it's four okay uh it's very good uh benjamin bratt kind of like steals the show every time he's on screen (laughs) and he's awesome in it uh yeah that was very good so hbo max like their stuff continues to be good so i'm super excited for tokyo voice all right but Uh, excited for nope okay (laughs) if it's anything to do with their dc stuff okay (laughs) okay i'll stop then We also got a light year trailer number two, which again it look it's very well done. I just don't know what this is or who it's for. I'm I'm not interested. I don't know if I care. I know I don't care. I just it's very nice. It looks very good. I just don't I don't know what it is or why people want this. I just don't get it. I mean, again, it looks kids really will look good. at it and say that's cool, but I, I just, for me, I'm just like, no, I'll pass on that one. I just, yeah, I don't no know. Interest. Like, the visuals are there, like, but that's like always a thing with Pixar and like Disney in general with their animated stuff. Like, it's just like, I don't, like you said, I don't know who this is for, really. And it's also that weird it's the reality of the character that was a toy in another movie. And mm-hmm. I, I critical brain can't get around that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why I don't, you, care you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't understand that. This is the, the thing that the, the toy is based on. I know why it's that, but I just don't, it's doesn't make sense to me. It's just pointless to me. I would just rather have a movie about the toy. In, in my opinion, yeah, I don't care about me. that either. I, I I haven't watched the Toy Story movie since the second one. I See, love I, the Toy I, Story I, movies, and I think they're really well made. But that's they're not about action; they're more about heart and what it means to be friends. And watch this movie be you know, oh, the stuff. Let There Be Carnage of twenty twenty two. It might be. You never know. <laughs> it, and I, again. You're going off of the word of a guy who loves Let There Be Carnage. So just fucking don't listen to me, obviously. I'm just saying, for me, I'm like, I'm a passion. I, that's the thing. Like, I haven't gotten to the point where I really care yet. So maybe they'll that, that point will come at some point. Maybe it won't. I'm going to end up know watching it, though, because... it like that. I'm going to watch it. I'm just not planning on going to see it in theaters. Yeah. I'm gonna just wait until it's it one of those Disney things. Plus. Yeah, when it comes but, on Disney Plus one Saturday yeah, exactly. or Friday, I'll probably end up watching it, and, and it'll like, probably oh. be really good. I'm just not going to the theaters to see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Something I don't know. I'm gonna go to the theaters to see though. Is what Sonic too? Damn Sonic. Skippy! Damn Skippy! <laughs> I should Damn probably Skippy. watch Sonic One, huh? Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, it's it. That movie had no right to be as good as it actually was. None. I just had that same conversation with two people over the weekend. None. It the had exact same thing. It, no it right to be as good as it was, especially and with the, the way, way the, especially with the way the, the the thing damn thing started its its mm-hmm. development. Like with that first fucking trailer with the original sign. Like for yeah. it to start like that and end as damned good as it was. Exactly. 
is that's and phenomenal for this one to look as good as it does already. Yeah. And already just have come me excited. On. Like, come yeah. on. Like, I, mean, I watched these, these Sonic, tra- the new Sonic trailer, and I'm like, why am I excited for this movie? Like, I shouldn't be excited for a Sonic movie. Like I said, they now, had me. They had me at fucking... Idris Elba. Exactly. Same. They yeah. had they me. Had me at, they had me knuckles. at Idris Elba will be Knuckles. I was like, I don't even know why that just sounds right. It does. And then but you hear does. him speak, and you're like, I was right. Perfect. Exactly. So let's just watch. I will watch this movie. And yeah, Jim so Carrey we'll watch- finally getting to be Robotnik, like actually be Robotnik now. And and um, I don't even care that he's not fat. Nope. Don't even care. I don't need him to be fat. Don't he's got care. the he's got the look, and that's all yeah. That he's bald with the mustache and 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 the goggles, and it looks perfect. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks good. Watch the and I and it looks like they're leaning more heavily in. Excuse me, into the video game stuff, which I yeah, it looks I'm, like they're definitely pulling off video game stuff, and I'm all I'm just it. excited, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm going to at some point get around to watching that first one before watching the second one, so I'll let you know when, when I do. Probably when the second one comes out on Netflix, or probably whatever. And that, that's the thing. There's just no. It's not like anybody in my household wants to like. Watch, watch it either Sonic. so you know it's one of those things that i'll have to like set a time to do and and once the other one comes out i'll have to do that um like arcane <laughs> yeah like arcane why you gotta do that to me you know what i mean breaking my I heart i don't have breaking anybody here yelling at me yet and then you gotta go and do that why he's not yelling at you he's just oh he's yelling with his eyes look at his eyes he's he's just, he's no just i'm just he's just, just disappointed just See? disappointed see that's it's even not- worse <laughs> Exactly. Worse. Make me I'm feel bad. Disappointed. God damn it! I'm gonna go watch Let There Be Carnage again. <laughs> second, third time. So, <laughs> top movie. so wait, that's so, so wait, he's and disappointed in you. So upset, and your response is to make him more disappointed in you. Yes. Okay. Yes. I got you. I yes. got you. So I none of this is my fault then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I just I just wanted you to know that. I just wanted to make sure of that. I make all my own problems. I'm aware of that. Um, we did get a couple of piece, quick pieces of casting. Um, Blue Beetle adding more people to it. George Lopez is apparently going to join the cast. I'm assuming he's some he's kind of family uncle. member. Yeah, he's, he's some kind of uncle. Yes, he's playing the uncle. Um, again, this this cast is coming together. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. what they do with it. But again, they could drop the ball. They are DC, so who knows? We, we shall see. But I mean, the cast yeah. been putting together so far. Hey, hey, hey DC gave us the Batman, so they 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 also gave us and a Wonder Woman and Peacemaker. So yeah, yeah come hit, true. Hit and miss, hit and miss. Yeah, but, but they also gave you us notice they shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, and shut the up. Snyder cut. Shut up, shut oh, up, Antonio. Shut up. The Snyder cut with the best Flash ever. <laughs> the way he runs yeah everything all at once every now time, time is me and yeah brian that. left for everyone he just ran he just of, he, yeah he ran thing. after he speed skated out of yes he's speed skating uh, if he comes back in a in a flash outfit oh there he is all right <laughs> i was just speed skating away I had to go eat. I had to go eat a shrimp because that just upset me. 
<laughs> I said, yeah, you speed skated away. Good grief. Um, another piece of DC casting news, although this is on the uh, animated side, Harley Quinn season three, uh, the voice of Nightwing will be Harvey. What? How do you say his last name? Harvey Gilliam? Guillen. Yeah. Yeah. That is who is also again, in Blue Beetle. Yes. And he is Guillermo. Our boy yeah, from, that's what uh, that's what we really know. <laughs> yeah, from, um, and I he's I was trying to think of how he would voice Nightwing, but again, I guess he would work. That would make sense, especially for that show, because that show is just that, well. That's the thing. That show is really just wild. ridiculous, and they do whatever they want. So, and I didn't add it on here, but I guess we should talk about this too. Um, they are doing a spinoff of that Harley Quinn show. Yes, With Kite Man, and it's going to kind of Hell be like Pierce. yeah. <laughs> I read that and I was like, "That's interesting. That's funny," because Kite Man trying to pick up Harley Quinn in season one was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen, and him just trying to take her back to his apartment and her being like, "No, you're a loser." You mean Get Poison Ivy? I'm sorry. Yes, Poison Ivy. I apologize. You're right. Uh just really funny. Funny stuff. So almost he got her in the he had her for a while. He had her for for most of the first season, and yeah. all and and almost all of the second season. And, <sighs> and then she realized something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm gl- I'm actually kind of glad because this this sounds like a fun spinoff, like with him being a bartender and owning the bar yeah. and taking over Noonan. So it's just gonna we're gonna get a revolving door of villains. Yeah. It sounds like it'll be fun. Again, it's just something that came out in the last couple weeks, and I just I didn't throw it on this list, but it's worth uh, worth mentioning. Um, I gotta stop us real quick because this is news just dropped, kind of huge. Uh, Anthony news. Ramos reveals that Ryan Coogler is working on Ironheart. Oh, okay, nice. As a producer, yeah. or just uh, uh, we don't know. We don't know. Doesn't say just it that he's working sense. on the series yeah it makes and sense she's technically yeah. spinning out of black panther too mm-hmm. yeah so i mean even if he directs one episode <laughs> yeah he could just be as a showrunner capacity or something like that yeah he no. whatever but that's really fucking cool it is indeed awesome yeah i'm sorry for Derailing us for a second. Yeah, you're throwing in this great, great Marvel news in the middle of mediocre (laughs) DC news. What does it matter? That was that was kind of huge. So, (laughs) yeah, that was that was definitely great breaking news. Yeah. Um, back to our meet our mediocre DC news. This is actually pretty cool, though. I'm excited. No, this this. isn't mediocre. This is cool. This, This is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Dano apparently wrote a prequel comic for the Batman titled Riddler Year One, and it will be out in October of 2022. Wow. Um, I'm super excited for this. Mm-hmm. I will definitely be getting it, definitely be reading it. I thought that his interpretation of the Riddler, and I think everybody here is on the same page, was really, really cool and really well done. So uh, it'll be exciting to see what this uh, book is, and I'm I'm hoping that it's it sheds a little bit of light on, obviously the background of a character that we didn't get a whole lot out of in the movie yeah, I'm, enough, I'm, but... I'm excited because it's a six issue limited series so i'll wait for it to all come out yeah, and get yeah, it so i can read do. it all i'm gonna get the trade yep yeah um 
that's like really cool though that he liked the character so much and like playing him so much that he was able to like go and he wanted to write something for the comics yeah that's awesome i mean it could have started as just him trying to get a little bit of backstory for his own character Mm -hmm. movie and then evolved into this which is even even cooler actually um so yeah i'm very very excited for that there was also that trailer that i don't know who sent it bry or or tone of that batman the imposter which looks really good as well um, so I want to, I want to check that out. That looks like it has, that's just like a Batman black label. Version. Yeah. Like a black label series that just looks like it's takes place at the same universe, but it's not, um, that does look awesome. And I mean, black label stuff has just been on point. That's what I said. <laughs> black like there's the, like it, it, the DC, really the is. only, my only issue with black label is I wish they wouldn't put out some of their stuff in the magazine size. Okay. Cause like, it's cool. Like, it's a nice little thing, but, like, when you go to, like, get bags and boards, they don't they don't make them in that, mm-hmm. in that size right. anymore, really. This is why I only go with, this is why I only go with trades now. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is really yeah. why I only go with trades now. It's easier to keep them together. It's easier yeah. to store them. It's easier. And it looks nicer. Look at that. Look at look I know. It looks awesome. Yeah, exactly. You. It do be looking nice, though. Huh? I said it do be looking nice, though. I just like being able to just walk over to my shelf and pull the whole story off the book. Like, exactly. And not have to like, shelf and just be like, get all walk the issues away, together. Sit in my lap. <laughs> and then when it's in that magazine size, it looks even better because it's just mm-hmm. big old hardcover. And you're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess uh, the next, the next bit of news, the Batman deleted scene showing the Joker. Uh, it's been everywhere. And we've been talking about it amongst ourselves for the last mm-hmm. couple of days. Um, don't know if I have much more to say about it than it's interesting. It's not exactly what I wanted or expected. I'm kind of glad they didn't put it into the movie proper because it definitely would have derailed the story for me. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have taken away from the other stuff we had going on. Like we, yeah didn't need that um i am interested in what barry keegan can do with this character because i like him yeah and i like the little things that we saw of that character that were very reminiscent of like the azarello joker Mm -hmm. like down to the smile the the fucked up uh the crooked fingers and yeah yeah like his fingers were all messed up and everything which it's all there was a lot of visual storytelling there with like the little things that we were uh, seeing. Cause we weren't seeing the Joker like fully. We were seeing him from behind. We were seeing the close-ups of like his mouth and yeah. just the, the fingers and everything. I liked all that stuff and where they could potentially go with that. Uh, like you said, I'm glad it wasn't in the movie cause it would have taken away from what this movie is doing. And I, don't really want the Joker in like a huge capacity in any of these movies. I want him exactly where he is. I want him to stay there and be like this thing that like haunts Batman. Yeah. And Bruce goes to him in like a Hannibal Lecter type situation, which is what the scene was. Um, Mm -hmm. But what some people are pointing out 
which I don't know if it was just like a little thing that they missed or if it was supposed to be that when he hands Joker the files and then Joker hands them back, there's a paper clip missing off the one side. Right. So, I mean, but you would think Batman would be smarter than to do that. (laughs) I mean, he shouldn't have handed him the files in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. True. True. I like the scene. It was definitely better than the scene that was in the film. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I wholeheartedly agree that it definitely should not have been in the movie um, because it would have completely detracted. But the other scene just felt forced in. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So it would have been nice if they could have found so much of somewhat of a happy medium. Yeah, between those two scenes, because I feel like this scene was better. Mm hmm. But like it it wouldn't have fit in the movie. Like I know that they could have found a spot for the fit, but it would have taken away from the Yeah, it, it also kind of it it all it like the things that are said in that scene, even though it's a very short scene. Yeah, we already know. Kind of all like, we already know, or it would if they where they put it in the movie, it would have tipped you off the things that were gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So and also you have so much homage going on in the movie already to throw a silence of the lambs homage in there, it would have been possibly a little too heavy handed. You know what I mean? You're also, you also have the seven references. You have the Zodiac references. That would just be one more. Well, I mean, that's homage. just a long Halloween homage because he's just taking the place of calendar, man, mm-hmm. which is it again, is. that yeah. long Halloween is an homage to signs of the lambs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Again, I, I didn't, I thought what they were doing in the scene showing the rapport between the two of them was very cool. I wasn't a hundred percent sold on the design, but that's something that could be tweaked because yeah. that's not a finalized version. So, um, and this is, this is a proto joker. Like he's not at his full form yet. True. Like that's why I think his fingers are all fucked up because he's getting rid of his fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And like that's all the things like he's making himself into what he wants to be, and he's also fucked up from probably fighting with Batman. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it looks like we're gonna get Joker in some capacity in these movies because they right. made sure to put him at the end of the uh, movie, so we're gonna get him in some capacity. So we just have to deal with that. I hope they do a more sinister like the same way they did with the Riddler like that more sinister side of the Joker than what we've seen in other takes of the Joker like Heath Ledger's Joker is sinister but he's also he's more of a terrorist in that movie right I want to see a Joker that's like not like not worried about the city and doing like he's worried about torturing Batman through getting to him by personal yeah. means. Yeah, I agree. If we're going to get a Joker, that's the Joker I want. <laughs> I want him to be scary. We'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah. like you said, we're getting them one way or the other. So mm-hmm. I think we're, we are going to see in the inevitable sequel that comes. Um, on to a little bit of Marvel news. Uh, Samuel Jackson I guess slipped up in an interview and basically 
kind of let the cat out of the bag that he's going to be showing up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, as well as the other show that he's already, you know, we already know he's going to be in um, because apparently he was running back and forth between the sets. So it's interesting. Um, I I can't say it's like huge, huge news because he's a character that's already established in this world. So obviously him showing up kind of makes sense. But it's cool that he'll be showing up in more movies because he's kind of been on the back burner for a bit. So I hope that they can uh, I hope that they can do something more with him in the next couple movies that he's in. Yeah, it's not and like if that like us finding out he's on the set of the Mandalorian or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's we knew <laughs> he was pretty much where he we, where we expected him to show up again anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, so that'll be cool when he does, if, and when he does show up there, um, we also got Miss Marvel, uh, release date and also the first trailer for her new show. Um, that trailer, very fun. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be the showstopper that these other these other shows that they've, uh, come out with. You'll have to binge it. I probably will binge it. I'll be honest with you. I probably will have to binge it. I may watch I'm, the first one, and if it's too slow, I'm that out. Is a binge, that binge is it. a binger for Ed. Binge I'm, it, I'm excited. I, I'll be I watching that with Cinda. So. People are complaining about the power change, but I feel like that's something we've known forever. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a long time. So, like we, I know we talked about it on the show, but like I feel like it's something that was like a known thing, and people are complaining. It, it makes sense for them to do it this way, if they're especially with them connecting it to Captain Marvel. Right. And like making it that her powers are like connected to her. So it yeah. would make sense the way they're doing. And she can still do the embiggen. And I mean, of course, with the Fantastic Four coming, you don't want her to have powers that are so similar to Reed's yep. visually. Um, yeah. I, th- I think the powers looked good. I, I think I the think way they, they did cool. the, I think the way they did it, they looked really well done um i like the fists i like the shield i like the when she's like stepping on the on the Mm -hmm. energy things like she looked cool yeah i like i i personally think those are actually cooler powers than you know stretching and making yours exactly i think it looks cooler especially visually for like a tv show and then for future movies like i think that looks cooler than her just like stretching her body and get the stretching has always bothered me it's so dumb looking (laughs) especially in in live action i mean and that's the thing it's a little better but it can look really dumb if not done the right way and it has looked really dumb in other (laughs) stuff we've seen i'm saying like um but like i know the big thing people were like oh she can't embiggen her whole self like why not why can't she put an entire like suit around herself to make her look look so that, uh kind of like armor in the X-Men. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I I I feel like she's going to learn how to do that's going to be exactly. like the big thing That'll, that she that finally might, learns how to do. That and, might happen in the Marvel's movie. Yeah, and when she learns yeah. how to do it, it actually might solidify energy-wise to just mm-hmm. look like her. Yep. And that's the thing. We don't know like what we're going to see with these powers, like how much she's going to develop in the show. And then once we get the movie, the Marvel's movie, how much she's going to develop there, too. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, definitely I'm, a lot of room for growth for the character. I just exactly. Would, yeah. I just don't. 
to to say, oh, this person's powers aren't going to be this or aren't going to be that at this point is just idiotic. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I, hope they don't ruin it in like trailers and be like, oh, now she's big, like they did with fucking Ant Man, because that drove me insane. <laughs> I was like, why would you ruin this in a trailer when him he became giant man? It drove me absolutely bonkers. Um, but yeah, again, it it could yeah. happen and probably will, you know. Trailer looks fun. Uh I'm excited. She's a very fun character and she's a very good character for like young kids to get behind. And she's pretty much all of us when we were younger because she is and a huge fan of all these. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be cool to see her stuff brought to uh the small screen and then to the big screen and then the future with potentially young Avengers because it seems like they're definitely setting up some kind of young Avengers uh-huh. team with all these like shows with the kids Ironheart Mm-hmm. We got uh, Kate already, who she was fucking awesome. Yeah, you got Cassie Lang going to be in <clears throat> Mania. Cassie Lang. We got a potential Patriot in yeah. uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So. Speed yeah, and Wiccan already showed up. So mm-hmm. We saw Kid Loki, so there could be another one. Yep. Yeah, so. uh, America Chavez in... Oh right, she's coming as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, so there, there's a lot building on the the teenage superhero front in Marvel. So. Yeah, can't wait for that. Don't All right, ready. guys. Well, uh, that's that's it for the news for the week. So thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, you can always reach the show by trying to get in touch with us at the email account that is gslwpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our fantastic, fabulous, fantabulous Facebook page at Geekspeak Last Week. That's two words. Geekspeak Last Week. That's two words. And it's better than Let There Be Carnage. (laughs) Highly doubtful. (laughs) Or you could go follow us on Instagram uh, at Geekspeak Last Week. All one word. You know what? I think that this may have been the best episode we've done. Maybe possibly better than Let There Be Carnage. I'm not sure. I mean... You know why? You know why? Why is that? No dolphin teeth. No dolphin teeth. That's right. Hashtag no dolphin teeth. GSLW. Um, We just don't want to see that kind of stuff here. I don't care for it. Um... (laughs) so until next week (laughs) until next week thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week to talk about last week but not dolphin no dolphin teeth yeah no zero (laughs) oh shit